Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to add a health disclaimer. The information presented in this podcast is not medical advice, and this episode is for informational purposes only. Consult with your child's pediatrician for any medical issues or questions you may have. Hello and welcome to Genius Little Minds, the podcast about childhood mental health from the perspective of a licensed mental health professional. I'm Dr. Madeleine Vieira, a clinical child psychologist specializing in infant mental health and childhood anxiety disorders. I'm also a mother of three girls, ages seven, five, and three, so I can personally relate to a lot of the struggles parents go through. Raising healthy children is important, so on each episode of Genius Little Minds, we'll dive into an aspect of childhood mental health. I'm here to shine a light on the tough issues that families like you are facing every day. Things like childhood mood disorders, anxiety, tricky family dynamics, and more. I'll guide you through the various aspects of children's mental health so you not only understand your child better, but also feel empowered as a parent to make decisions and help them seek treatment if it's needed. My mission is to demystify childhood mental health issues so you can connect with your child better and help them lead a healthy, happy life. Throughout the podcast, I'll help you understand the signs, symptoms, and treatments for various childhood psychological disorders. We'll talk about how you can best support your child in both school and at home, and how to find professional help if necessary. Together, we'll navigate tough topics like infant detachment, toddler tantrums, signs of anxiety, ADHD, and childhood depression, intrusive thoughts or obsessive behaviors, and so much more. So whether you're having trouble bonding with your newborn or you have an older child displaying behavioral difficulties, this podcast is for you. I work with infants and children with a wide range of mental health concerns. If you gain one thing from this podcast, it's that you are not alone. Thousands of families struggle with the same things that you do. And the good news is, help is available. I believe that with the right information, you can make empowered decisions for your family. a big question on every parent's mind. When should I start potty training my child? Between the ages of 20 and 30 months is usually what parents find works best, although every child is different. Prior to 20 months, your child is still working on other skills, such as eating, walking, and overcoming separation anxiety. So adding potty training into the mix might just be too much. That being said, don't ignore your child and tell them that they're too young if they initiate the process or display an interest in using the toilet. The longer your toddler wears diapers and the older they get, the harder they get to manage. Which is why many parents find it's best to potty train their child before they turn three. Around age three is when children start to individuate. They realize they have choices and free will and they display more of their personality. And once that happens, potty training can become a bit more of a battle. So let's jump right into how to start the potty training process. How to recognize some of the signs your child is ready. And we'll also go into detail about the three-day method. Potty training. Well, you know your child already knows how to pee and poop. But in order for your toddler to be potty trained, they need to be able to recognize the physical sensation that they need to go to the bathroom and alert you that they need your help to make it to the toilet. Infants can't use the muscles needed to control their bladder and rectum. This capability doesn't arise until a child is about 18 months old. But age still doesn't indicate readiness. 
using the toilet and bathroom hygiene are important skills to learn. When you potty train, you help your child develop their independence, increase their confidence, and you teach them related hygiene skills like flushing and washing their hands. So how can you tell if and when your child is ready to start potty training? Let's start by going over some of the behaviors your child might engage in if they're ready to start using the toilet. If your child tells you when she has to go to the bathroom or alerts you that she has wet her diaper, those are signs. If your child hides when she's about to have a bowel movement, maybe she crouches into a squatting position, hides behind the couch, or goes into another room to poop in her diaper, those are also signs she may be ready to start potty training. If your child pulls down her diaper without help, those can also be indications of readiness too. These are just some of the signs your toddler might display if they're ready to start potty training. Some children don't give a lot of indications though, so just remember that every child is unique. Your child may hate diaper changes or ask to use the potty every once in a while, even if she's not ready for full-blown potty training yet. Remember, potty training is a process and determining readiness is not always easy. It does occur at different ages for different children. After all, it takes physiological, cognitive, verbal, and social readiness to be able to use the toilet for something that we all do every day, probably without really thinking about it. It takes an amazing amount of work for small children. And teaching a child to use the toilet really is a skill worth celebrating. Think about it. Your child has to display motor skills to be able to use the potty, getting to the bathroom before going in their clothes, then undoing their clothing, then actually sitting on the toilet. Those all require a certain level of motor skill mastery. It also takes cognitive readiness for your child to be able to identify the physiological signs that they need to use the bathroom. And it takes verbal readiness for them to actually communicate, hey, I need to go. Some indications of verbal readiness would be if your child understands words related to going to the bathroom. Indications of cognitive readiness are them showing an interest in wearing underwear or using the toilet, being interested in flushing, things like that. And physiological readiness is associated with the physical control needed to go to the bathroom. This includes having a dry diaper for two hours or more during a day when they're not sleeping, understanding their body, and knowing the physical cues that they need to eliminate. All of these things come into play when we talk about potty training. So it's rather complex and a truly amazing feat when a child becomes potty trained if you really think about all the skills that are required to do it. There's also emotional and social readiness that's associated with using the toilet. There's the satisfaction of self-mastery and independence that comes with going to the bathroom in the toilet rather than diapers. Then there's the social awareness piece where a child learns that the toilet is where we go to relieve ourselves, not our pants. So as you can see, there are actually many complex pieces at play when it comes to potty training. Give yourself and your little one some grace as you navigate these waters. Are you ready to help your child get ready for potty training? First things first, remember that potty training is a process and there will be accidents and that is okay. It is not fun to clean up, but it happens. Try to teach your child about peeing, pooping and recognizing when they're physically doing it. If they stop playing, squat, grunt or pull on their diaper, for example, you can ask, are you peeing? Are you pooping? Use the actual words to help your toddler understand what their body is doing. 
they need to learn to associate the words with a physical sensation or fullness or elimination. Also, teach your child to let you know when they've pooped or peed in their diaper. Let them know that it's okay to come to you and tell you they've gone to the bathroom. That's a good thing. It means they're starting to recognize their own bodily functions and the sensations of elimination. Don't use negative words when changing your child's diaper and avoid words to indicate disgust. Avoid talking about how they're dirty, messy, gross, yucky, or other things like this. Those words are not helpful and you don't want your child to feel shame around doing something as natural as going to the bathroom. The three-day method. You've probably heard of this if you've already done some potty training research. On today's episode, I'm going to go over the three-day method, also known as the bare-bottom method, as it is highly popular and praised by parents from all over the world. To follow this method, you'll need three consecutive days to be at home potty training your child. For parents who work Monday through Friday, I suggest you try to tackle this method on a three- or four-day weekend so you can be at home with your toddler. You're probably going to spend much of the time indoors with your child. Okay, who am I kidding? You're going to be spending all weekend indoors, basically glued to your toddler's hip as you walk them to and from the potty. So plan ahead as best as you can. Do the food shopping and stock up on those juicy boxes because you're going to be encouraging your child to drink more liquids than usual. Do the laundry, any house cleaning and other errands ahead of time because you're in for some serious bonding with your toddler for the next three days. If there are other siblings in the house, you may want to try to set up playdates or care for them ahead of time. That way, you can give your full undivided attention to potty training your toddler. You may also want to make a plan for what indoor activities you can do with your child to keep them occupied when they're not learning to use the toilet. And mentally prepare yourself for no me time during these intense but hopefully rewarding three days. Before the long weekend of potty training begins, let your child know they can pick out big kid underwear at the store because it's time to say bye-bye to diapers. Many parents continue to have their kids wear pull-ups or diapers for naps and bedtime during and after potty training, which I'll discuss in a little bit. And when you're at the store, you can pick up some oversized t-shirts for your toddler to wear if you think they would be more comfortable with their private areas partially covered. You can also check out some potty options. There are ones with step stool ladders and child-sized toilet seats that go on the grown-up toilet. Or there are child-sized ones that are detached and simply sit on the floor and all the waste is discarded separately. There are many options to choose from. If you can, get support from other adults as you start this process. This can be from your spouse, partner, another caregiver, or maybe even an older sibling. Be supportive of each other during the process. Expect accidents and take shifts when possible so that your toddler doesn't learn to rely on only one person to go to the bathroom. Day one of the three-day method. On the first day, you'll have your child spend the day bare-bottomed. The idea is that it's easier for them to sense when they have to go or are going to the bathroom when they have no clothes on. Explain to your child that there's no diaper to catch the pee or poop, so they have to put it in the potty instead. Closely watch your child for signs that they may have to use the bathroom. When you notice that they need to go, take your child immediately to the bathroom to use the toilet. Even boys will learn to sit on the toilet at first because they simply don't have the aim to pee standing up yet. Save that for another day. You want to remain emotionally neutral when making comments about your child's body training progress. If they have an accident, remain calm. Try saying, you peed on the floor. Let's clean it up together. 
when they do go in the toilet, congratulate them. Try saying, you just peed in the toilet. That's where pee and poop belongs. Teach them how to flush and remember to have them wash their hands afterward. Some children don't enjoy lavish praise or over-the-top parental excitement and will actually feel uncomfortable from that. Others respond really well to that. Some children respond well to rewards like charts with stickers, lollipops, little trinkets, but others don't. As with anything, every child is different. You know your child best. Set a timer every 20 minutes to do a check-in with your child on whether or not they have to use the potty. After they drink a juice box, for example, remind them it's time to try to use the potty. They may refuse, but ask them to try anyway. You may be wondering, okay, so what do I do for nap time? Whether you want to put your toddler in diapers or pull-ups when they sleep during the three-day potty training is up to you. Some parents choose to potty train for everything all at once, daytime, naps, nighttime. They just find it easier that way. Other parents and caregivers decide to potty train in stages. Check in with your child to see if they have an opinion. Yes, you can actually ask them if they want to wear pull-ups to sleep or underwear. Also notice what their nap and nighttime elimination behaviors are. If they don't have accidents while they sleep, they may be ready for underwear at nighttime too. On days two and three, you're basically going to follow the same process that you did on day one. There's still going to be a lot of back and forth to the bathroom, roughly every 20 minutes, to practice using the potty. Many parents will just stay indoors with their child all three days to brave this thing called potty training. Others try to venture outside for a short activity. If you do, make sure to bring a portable potty with you and the change of clothes for your toddler. After potty training, until they're really comfortable and capable of going to the bathroom more independently, it's a good idea to dress your child in clothing that's easy to remove. Try pants that are easy to pull down, have an elastic waist, aren't fussy. Basically, avoid things that require more work, like tights or clothing that snaps at the crotch. At first, you will probably need to help your child pull their pants down and help them onto the seat so they are sitting securely. Make sure your toddler is comfortable and try to get them to relax. Sometimes resting elbows on knees or leaning forward slightly can help the pelvic muscles to relax. It's a good idea to help your child to the bathroom every two to three hours as part of a daily routine so they don't experience urgency and distress when they do need to go. Try suggesting they use the toilet 15 to 30 minutes after they eat because elimination typically occurs after meals. As always, now is a portion of the podcast where I take caller questions. On every episode, we hear from parents from all over the world in the hopes that will help you get some clarity on how to support your child. Hi, uh, my name is Michael. I'm calling in from the Washington, D.C. area, and I'm wondering if there's such thing as a potty training regression. We used the uh, three-day method when our son was 31 months old, um, and he's now 35 months old, and he, he did really well. Um, he's only had a few accidents after the first few days where he peed a little in his underwear, but he never had any poop accidents. <laughs> um, but this past week, though, he's had multiple accidents where he like, full-on peed his pants, and he even had a couple poop accidents. Uh, does that mean that we should start the process all over again? 
yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for any insight you can provide. Hi, Michael. I can sense your confusion with this issue, so I'm glad that you called in. Potty training regressions are actually fairly common and can happen for a variety of reasons. It can be due to health issues like constipation or a UTI. These issues should be ruled out first. Or the regression can be developmental. They may have recently learned a new skill that keeps them busy and they don't want to stop to go potty. Finally, it can also be because of stress. This stress could be caused by positive events like a change in childcare, the addition of a new sibling, or moving to a new home. It can also be negative changes like parental divorce, a family death, or a major illness in the child or a close family member. If the regression is due to any of these stressors, the first step is to address the problem. This could be as simple as having a conversation with a child, or it could be severe enough that help from a mental health professional is needed. If you're able to rule out stress as the root cause, there are a few other things that you can try. Remember that punishment is not the answer here. It won't fix the behavior. You can try reminding your child more often to go in and try to go to the bathroom. If they're simply too busy to remember, this will help. You could also try using a reward system for each successful potty in the toilet. You may also decide that you need to take a break from potty training, especially if your child has experienced some trauma or is dealing with some major stress, you may need to address that first and worry about potty training again in a few months' time. This can feel discouraging like you're taking a step backward. However, it may be what's best for your child, so it's okay. Hello, I'm Selena. We live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Unfortunately, we're not able to take time off to work to potty train even though we really want to do the three-day method. Should we start it on a Saturday and send our son to daycare on Monday hoping for the best? His daycare said they would follow our lead and try to continue whatever it is we were doing at home, but for obvious reasons, they don't want him to be fully naked at daycare, or even just without bottoms. Is there another suggestion for working parents? Thanks so much. Hi, Selena. Thanks for sharing. There are many working parents out there, so I'm sure there are many that can relate to this issue. First and foremost, wait for signs of readiness to potty train. Especially if you can't devote your total attention to teaching your child, you want them to be ready to learn. You don't want to be fighting an uphill battle. You should also lay a foundation before starting. Read books and sing songs about going potty. Talk often about pottying in the toilet and make sure to answer any of his questions. You can even let him pick out fun underwear. You can try the three-day method starting Friday after work or Saturday morning, but know that he will likely still have accidents on Monday and throughout the week. That's okay, it's part of the process. If it's possible, you could decide to wait until you have a long weekend at home, like over a holiday, to start the three-day method. This will likely give it a better chance of succeeding. Ask his teacher to take him potty often while he's at daycare. Consider using a reward chart both at home and at daycare if possible. Know that potty training takes time and consistent work. Setting up a good system that is the same at home and daycare is a great first step. You can do this. Hi, Dr. Vieira. This is Rupert. And I'm calling about my three-year-old daughter who refuses to go pantless. She, um, she's very attached to her routine and... She has meltdowns when I try to veer from it. Even, 
even something as simple as taking off a sweater when she gets too hot results in screaming and tantrums. If I can't get her to go pantless, is there another potty training method I should try? Hi, Rupert. Thanks for calling in with your question. I know potty training can be a rough process, but I have some other tips that hopefully will be helpful. Well, the three-day method, or going totally pantless, is a very popular and often effective potty training method. It is not the only method. The first step to most other potty training methods involves setting a frequent schedule for when the child sits on the potty. Initially, this time frame may be short, as every 30 minutes. You might want to make this more fun by having special books to read or toys to play with while they sit. Eventually, you will be able to length this time out to an hour and then two hours as your child begins to wait to go to the bathroom until they're on the potty. Or you may begin to notice trends in when your child needs to go to the bathroom. For example, they may need to go right when they wake up and 30 minutes after they finish a meal. You can also try using a reward system. This could be a sticker chart that your child gets to add to each time they go to the potty instead of in their pants, or they could get a small toy or little treat with each successful trip. While punishment is not an effective teacher, this positive reinforcement is. Good luck! When you're stressed about the prospect of potty training your toddler, just remember, you're teaching them a tremendously important skill. Have patience with yourself, your little one, and any partners you may have in the potty training process. Try to remain calm and give yourself some grace. Here are three key points to remember about potty training your toddler. 1. Many parents find success with potty training their toddler between the ages of 20 and 30 months. Every child is different, so you'll want to look for signs that your toddler is ready to start the process. 2. Remember that potty training actually requires a lot of skills. It's easy to forget because we adults do it every day, perhaps without much thought. But for a toddler, just learning how to use the toilet, a lot of thought and effort is required. 3. Yep, you heard that right. The 3-day method says going naked for 3 days helps your child learn the physical sensations of having to go to the bathroom. The idea is, it teaches them to be more aware of their bodily cues, and with constant support and some praise, your toddler becomes potty trained. I hope you found today's episode on potty training informative and helpful. Stay tuned because next time we'll cover everything you might want to know about preschooler mental health. See you next time, and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. 